Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Earn Your Life podcast with David Fernandez, Jr. I am actually doing this episode a little bit different today. I have a, a special guest. His name is Daniel Lund. And we are just going to have a conversation about what we've been going through lately. Daniel, how you doing, my brother? Welcome to the Earn Your Life podcast. You know what, man? I am doing very questionable, but lovely. I'm stoked to be on the phone with you right now, man. Uh, I appreciate your honesty, brother. That's why I wanted to get you on this uh, episode today, because I just wanted to have a conversation about what we've been going through. You know what I'm saying? And uh, talk to me, brother. Like, how has it been for you these last couple of weeks? Oh, my gosh, dude. It's been so strange. I mean, so when you and I talked on the phone a couple of weeks ago, I just like after we hung up the phone, I got this like burst of positive energy. I was like ready to go out and, you know, kick the world in the face. I'm like, let's go get this. <laughs> and then it was just followed by like two weeks of just being like demolished. And I thought yeah. that was so funny. Yeah, um, let's talk about that. Like, what, 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 what is it, brother? Let's get into the details of it, right? Because I, I've been going through it myself. So, so yeah, let's talk about that. Like, what have you experienced, brother? You know, I think one of the things that you and I talked a lot about was kind of just being afraid of success. Yeah. And I was kind of just spent two weeks sort of unpackaging that. And then on top of that, I kind of had some girl trouble that I was going to, which sounds mm-hmm. kind of silly, but it was very kind of mentally captivating. And, uh, you know, just going through a breakup right now and it's just kind of tough, you know, losing a girlfriend and a romantic partner and then also a really good friend at the same time. Of course. So uh, it's not silly at all, my brother. That's real. You know what I mean? So, dude, I okay, I appreciate you saying that because it's so funny because so many times, you know, I I love my parents to pieces um, so much. But oftentimes I feel like certain people will talk to you about your issues. And although in the grand scheme of things, it may seem small, but sometimes small issues aren't. They don't feel small at the time. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You know, looking back, you can recognize and be like, oh, yeah, you know, that wasn't that big of a deal. But at the time, it really, you know, it's it's not that easy to go through sometimes. Yeah. Losing but, a friend is a big deal. Losing a partner, period, is a big deal, brother. So I, I totally can relate. Rela- well, sorry, relate to that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, and then I'm also uh, I recently kind of moved away from California for a little bit to kind of move my grandma up. So along with my kind of internal emotional life, there's also things going on externally, which makes it so hard to kind of focus because you kind of have two feet in both sections, you know? Yeah. Yeah, Um, for sure. So, you know, it just, it's just, uh, I don't know. I think as of right now, I'm kind of just going through a big internal emotional, you know, transition in my life right now and Mm -hmm. trying to kind of discover the person that I want to be. And it's really scary because, In order to identify that you want to be a new person, you have to identify with the fact that you don't like who you were. Mm -hmm. And that's scaring Mm -hmm. the hell out of me right now. Yeah, I I feel you, brother. I feel you there. I I could, you know, I could tell you right now I had a panic attack. I think it was about a week ago uh, or maybe a little less. And it was the second one in like the last two weeks. And it, it threw me for a loop, brother. Like I literally was like scared shitless i my whole body was was just like shaking and i wanted to run and i'm like man like what's going on here like i'm trying everything bro you know what i mean like reading meditation watching videos writing all everything hiking doing everything that you know um has helped me in the past and all of a sudden nothing's working i end up running outside bro and the only thing that helped me was surrendering, oh. crying, 
putting emotions, like releasing my emotions and like also being able to like share it with people and have them listen to me and just hold that space for me without judgment. And brother, I literally became, I, I reverted back to being a little kid, you know? And oh. uh, yeah. And the messages that came for me, brother, I have to tell you is it's must my subconscious mind battling the unknown and wanting to, for me to kind of go back to its original old paradigm and, you know, I'm stepping into my greatness. I'm stepping into my big dream that I've been working on the, the last four years. And it's getting close. I'm knocking at the door. All of a sudden, I'm scared shitless, bro. I'm scared shitless. Oh, my God. Okay, so I got a question for you because yeah. you asked me probably about a week ago. You texted me like you and I are night owls. You texted me like yeah. 2 a.m. And you're like, hey, man, how you doing? And I was like, hey, man, not good. Um, uh-huh. And I spent this whole thing. And then you sent me this beautifully long uh facebook post that you did talking about what you just said i did not realize that that was what you were going through currently i thought that was an old facebook post so you were kind of going through what i was going through at the same time yeah and a lot of people are going through it brother that's the crazy thing about it man it's so comforting i talk about it the more i connect with more people and they're going through the exact same thing how crazy is that dude it is so it's some weird universal thing but it's so i'm so comforted right now to hear you i am such a huge advocate for meditation and just like internal stuff and it's so funny because here i am just kind of like feeling like i've been drowning lately and none of that stuff is working so it's so hard because like i'm trying to meditate and meanwhile like i literally did a meditation the session this morning yeah attempted 10 minutes and i literally like kind of broke down eight minutes into it i was like i just can't do this right now yeah so it's so comforting to hear you say that you also those things that normally work for you were not working for you as well yeah absolutely brother and you know what the one thing that i feel um i think even when while we're going through the panic attack right all we want to hear is like are we going to be okay are we okay and you know to my listeners and people uh you know listening in right now like we are going to be okay you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, we are going to be OK. It's it's part of the journey. Um, it's scary as shit. But, you know, it, it's kind of like our, our our body and our mind is is kind of, you know, taking us to that place of having to look in the mirror and really face our shit, bro. Whatever that. Yeah. Be, you know what I'm saying? It's crazy. No, dude, totally. Well, and it's so funny because, I mean, it's it's really strange for me because I think you share this as well. Like I'm a very positive people. Like mm-hmm. people rarely see me without, you know, a smile on my face or goofing off. Mm-hmm. And so it's very strange to be kind of sitting in this deep, deep negative emotion. Mm-hmm. But just like, I, I mean, so I always kind of have that in the back of my head, like, Hey, it's going to be okay. But like, you know, this past week I have not been able to find and truly connect with that truth that it is. Yeah. My mind is tricking me. Yeah. I'm constantly being tossed just these crazy uncontrollable thoughts and emotions that are steering my brain to you know this area where it's like no nothing's gonna be okay ever again and it's so ridiculous you know yeah but you know what the the beauty of it is man is is what you're doing right now is great role modeling because you're just being honest you're being honest about it all and i think that that's the dialogue we should be having right um is being able to just have uh complete honesty within yourself and being able to share it uh with other people you know because i think that ultimately what happens is we realize that we're not alone and we realize the level of connection that happens when you do share your vulnerability and you share your heart your truth because i'm telling you right now the more that i open up 
to the public, the more I realize, oh, my God, I'm really going through it along with everybody else. But we're not talking about it. And that that to me is 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 uh, the 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 part that I'm like, man, I wouldn't want anybody to go through this alone, to feel that darkness, to feel that alone or that the depression or, you know, the, these thoughts that are down the rabbit hole type of thing. Right. And um, and at the end of the day, I think that's why I wanted to get you on this podcast, brother, is I wanted to be able to to just talk about what we feel. And uh, I think that's beautiful role modeling within itself. You know what I mean? Well, dude, th- thank you so much, man. I appreciate it. And, I, and I, I think I totally agree with you on the importance of it. Like we were talking about this on the last call where I was saying, like, I, for whatever, never really felt shame, you know, to be mm-hmm. the first one to raise my hand in a room full of people and say, I don't know what's mm-hmm. going on. Mm-hmm. And I think the same goes for you know, feeling sad and stuff. I was going to post something on Instagram. I'm still planning on it, but just kind of the whole thing is almost exactly what you just said, where it's, we live in a society that is so shameful about negative emotions. And at the end of the day, dude, life is, you know, light and dark, yin and yang, life, death, you know, it's, it's, it's both of these things, but we only accept one side of them. Mm-hmm. It's funny. I'm, I'm all for being emotionally vulnerable. I like to wear my heart on my sleeve. I will cry in front of anybody if yeah. it feels like an honest moment. Yeah. And it's so funny because if you do that in front of people, they like almost don't know how to cope with it. They yeah. don't know how to handle like they treat you kind of like you're broken or they're, yeah. they're contagious or whatever. And it's like, no, dude, I'm just I'm just being honest. Yeah. Yeah, you, you know, know, you know what I love. You know what I love is that you kind of answered your own question right now, right? Because while you were sharing, you're kind of <laughs> like, you know, um, man, I kind of sorry, I just lost my train of thought here. But I, I because there's so much stuff that I was receiving when you were sharing. I think at the end of the day, though, it's like what I'm trying to say is, you know, that it gets uncomfortable for people, and that's the answer that like kind of. That's that's the answer that I would share as far as your question when you were talking right now is like, why why is it that it's so so hard for people to hold that space when it comes to someone just being honest in, in their emotions or their feelings in the moment? And I think it's because it makes us feel uncomfortable. We're not taught yeah. to express. We're not taught to feel and to be open. And so when, when we do that, it, it can get very uncomfortable, especially for people that um, you know, try to fight that their whole lives and kind of go against, run uh, uh, away from that. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, being dude, vulnerable well, is not easy. It's not. No, it's not. But it's imp- it's so important. Absolutely. It's the <laughs> most important thing you can ever do. And I'll, I'll touch on this in a little bit. But where, like, I get so much beef is being vulnerable with other dudes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my gosh, dude. Okay. I'll, I'll touch on that in a little bit. But one thing that I got to say right now, Every once in a while, life will just kind of give me, I don't want to say mantras, but I guess kind of mantras, just these kind of phrases that pop in my head and sort of stick with me. And the one I want to tattoo on my forehead, (laughs) it's been going around in my head quite a bit, is it's okay to not be okay. Yes. It is okay to not be okay. If you're not feeling well, that's okay. You're not broken. I love that. You're just adjusting. You're under construction. And that's okay. I love that so much, my brother. You are so (laughs) cool. I love that. It's so, so true, man. It's so true. I think the only thing more heartbreaking than watching somebody, you know, spill their heart out and really talk about how depressed they are is watching somebody not talk about it. somebody never saying it and you can see it you can feel it like there's certain people that i just look at and i'm like 
you're not okay, but you don't know that it's okay to be like that. Exactly. Exactly. It it doesn't mean Uh you're, you know, it's, I I know a lot of people who are afraid of therapy and stuff like that. Yes. It's like taboo, right? Like you, you, if you go to to see a therapist, like it's so crazy. Yes, seriously, dude. And like owning your shit like that and talking about what hurts you is the most empowering thing. Yes, it is. It is. When you're able to be seen in all of your vulnerability and all of the skeletons in your closet or whatever you want to call it, and you're able to be seen, held, celebrated, you know what I'm saying, and loved in that yeah. moment without judgment. Oh, that's the ultimate medicine right there, my brother. Oh, you know my gosh, dude. Well, because there, we have these emotions of us Mm -hmm. and unless you address them they control you but once you address them you control them and now it becomes a power and a a a pillar for confidence rather than you know something that's breaking you down and tearing you down i think people work more on their masks than they do themselves oh brother that is such a powerful statement can you repeat that again my brother (laughs) i feel like people work more on their masks than they do themselves Yes, and I'm yes. not gonna lie. I'm I'm getting to this. You know, I'm I'm 24. I'm a young kid. I'm still mm-hmm. trying to figure out who I am. But I think one person that I'm slowly becoming. If you come up to me and you show me your mask, I kind of hate it. Yeah, because <laughs> I want to know you because yeah. you're beautiful and amazing. No offense. Yeah. Fuck your mask. I don't yeah. want to know who you think you are. <laughs> yeah. I want to see you. Be you. I love you. Yes. Your mask is garbage. <laughs> yes. 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 Oh, I love that so much, brother. You know what's so crazy is. Remember how I talked to you about what finally worked for me when it came to that panic attack that I was resisting and the anxiety that I was fighting throughout the whole day until that full-blown panic attack. The one thing that had my panic and anxiety kind of, you know, dissolve in front of me was what you just said right now is completely just sharing my truth and what I felt. And once I released it and I verbalized it and, and, and just released that energy, I just felt so much better. And what happened from there is that I got clarity. I got clarity. And like I told you, I became like, I went back to becoming like this little kid, like that hurt little kid when I once was, right? When I first got hurt as a little kid. And what came was, wow, I'm not good enough. I have this I'm not good enough program that's been running me. And I had buried it and I had like ran from it or whatever you would want to call it to the level where like I didn't even realize it was affecting me. And so what beautiful of a gift to go from like the worst experience I've ever experienced, my brother. And I I wouldn't wish a panic attack on my worst enemy. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like not being able to breathe. Oh, my God. Like, it's just the worst feeling in the world. And so. It's crazy because it became of the most beautiful gift because the the minute that I started coming to that realization and that awareness of like, oh my God, I've been, the the foundation of I'm not good enough has been there for so long. And uh, I'm like, wow, I have to really fucking love myself. I really have to like face that part of me. And, uh, and, and all kinds of things came up for me all the way to the level of like, I'm not organized and the self-sabotage and all that good stuff. And literally, I had this like aha moment where I was like, I'm really asking the universe to like play the big, my biggest, brightest version of myself. I'm trying to change my family's generational history. And 
my my body, my whole spirit, my soul, everything is like saying, okay, well then you have to work on these aspects of your life. To yeah, be able to be open to level up and step to the next chapter in your life. And well, so you, be careful oh. what you ask the universe, because in that moment, I was a like just a crying little baby talking about, I don't want to feel this anymore. <laughs> Dude, I don't want to feel this anymore. You know, it's what I'm so saying? funny. We want we want the reward. <laughs> But we don't want to do the work to get the reward. <laughs> it's like, oh, dude, I want to. I'm like, I'm like sitting here being like, oh, dude, I want to be an actor. I want to go and do this. But I'm petrified, <laughs> and you're you're not willing to face it. But I was gonna say something. Isn't it so funny uh-huh. how we always think that we know what's best for us? Yeah. If I were to tell you, hey, uh, David, uh, how are you feeling for a panic attack tomorrow at 3 p.m.? Does that sound good? You'd be like, hell no, dude. <laughs> but then. After time passes, you know, and you have that experience, and then looking back in retrospect, yeah, you don't grow when you're happy. No. I mean, you do, but like true growth and, yeah. and becoming who you are, it it it's dirty work. Oh, my brother, you are dropping dimes right now, <laughs> gems, my brother. That is so so true. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like it's so crazy. It's, I don't know if you've ever heard the analogy of the lobster. The lobster body continues to grow through time, right? But the shell doesn't grow. So it, it has to literally bust the shell open. And oh. it's painful, and it's hard, and it's ugly. But once that shell is broken, then, you know, they're able to get that new bigger shell or whatever the case is and take it from there. And so it's kind of like we're the lobster. and But most of the time, we're not even – we're so uncomfortable, and we live like that our whole lives, and we never bust through that shell. Yeah, you to just – be able you... to grow. You know? Oh my gosh, dude, that is so many. I feel bad for so many people. It's like, I think a lot of people right now, I've been telling a lot of my loved ones that I'm feeling very sad and stuff like that. And they kind of feel bad for me, but I don't feel bad for me. I feel bad for the lobsters who kind of find a nice medium place where they're sort of comfortable, but not exactly comfortable. And they're never going to break that shell. They're just, they're too afraid to take that next step. Mm -hmm. You know, I think that's really heartbreaking. You're destined for great things, my brother. I'm telling you. Oh, like, don't tell me that, dude. You. I'm so scared. Don't tell me that. <laughs> but, hey, hey, all that means is you continuing to show up how you're showing up. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like I know that for me, and, and I'll tell you this, you know, I think it's connected to the I'm not good enough, right? Is, you know, I'm really taking my life to another level when it comes to this new chapter. And I'm knocking at the door, like I mentioned earlier. But I think that I myself have created this like huge mountain of a dream that like it, it, it's like I, I self created like I created that myself. Right. So it's kind of like I'm setting myself up to fail because the truth of it all is that mountain is not going to happen overnight. It hasn't happened overnight. I've been working on it, chipping away at it slowly but surely. And yes, it's getting here. I'm at the finish line. But. It's not this huge mountain. It's the steps every day to get to that dream, that goal, or whatever the case is. So one thing that I've learned, and, and I'll share this with you because I, I'd, lo- I'd love my audience to, to hear this, is that Mother Mother Nature has been teaching me so much, man. I've had butterflies show up in the most like divine times, and I'm really in tune with the animal kingdom and Mother Earth. And... What, what I'm being taught right now is that I have to be gentle with myself and I have mm. to flow, flow with, the, with the, 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 the flow of the universe and Mother Earth. And uh, if you see, you know, when I was in those moments when those butterflies showed up in that divine timing, I'm looking at them. They're just so gentle and, you know, just playing. There's two of them playing with each other. And I'm like, man, 
like, you know, we get in our own way. We create the resistance because if we were to just completely just surrender and be ourselves, we're flowing with the laws of the universe and the law of, of nature or whatever. And it, it's like, you know, kind of swimming against that wave. And then finally you catch that wave and you don't even have to do anything. And you're just flowing with that wave. You, you know what I'm saying? You're just doing resistance. what you do. Right? Yeah, dude. Right? You do what so you've been so doing. Uh, it's so funny that we think like, like what you said is so perfect. Everybody thinks that the hard work is like, okay, one day you're going to have to do a bunch of work in one day if you want to get what you want. And it's like, it's not really about that. Right. It's about my mom has a beautiful saying. I love it. Uh -huh. She says, big boat, small turns. Mm. If you want to turn a big boat, you're not going to turn it by just, you know, jackknifing yeah. it and turning every, it's got to be a lot of little slow movements yeah. and that's how true change happens yeah and it, it almost becomes seamless after a long time yeah. you ever watch bojack horseman no no i never did. okay so i recently got into it it's a funny show but uh -huh. there's these moments that are so blindsidingly deep out of nowhere uh -huh. and it's uh this this he's trying to he's trying to be a better runner and he's starting off and he's miserable mm -hmm. and he's laying on the floor. He tries to run up this mountain and he just collapses on the floor. Uh -huh. And then all of a sudden this uh, character runs up and he's like a marathon runner and stuff like that. And he mm -hmm. says something that's so beautiful. I love it. He says, he says, it gets easier, but you got to do it every day. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. the hard part. That's it. Gets easier, but you got to do it every day. That's the it. hard part, you know, isn't day one. It's, it's continuing on. It's, yeah. it's like with meditation. I always say, I'm like, People try to start meditation and they're like, I'm going to do an hour every day. And it's like, hey, <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> I'm like, do literally, literally two minutes every yeah. day. Yeah. I'd rather see you do two minutes every day for a year than an hour every day for two months. Yeah. And you know what? That, that, there's another like there's kind of like a, a misperception of uh, meditation as well. People think it's like, oh, you have to be you know, kind of like, like a yogi, right? Like you're floating basically. And you know, it's like, you're not thinking of anything, whatever the case is. Meditation could be standing, you know, on the edge of the ocean, just kind of breathing it in. Meditation could be you singing in the car. Meditation could you be playing a round of golf. Yes. Meditation yeah, dude. Reading a book at the park. Like meditation is just you kind of, you know, going inside your heart and just, you know, finding that, that, that peaceful, Play, space in your heart and and just breathing bro like that's what i'm learning through this panic attack i'm learning how to breathe my brother how oh my god dude that it's so funny okay so the, sorry, I, every time we every time you say something i'm like dude i have a million things to say about that i love it so it's so funny because i like you like one thing that i realized a long time ago is what you were talking about about you just being a little kid is true for everybody yeah like when whenever we first got hurt that's kind of where our growth begins yeah i know so many adults who are just children in adult bodies yeah but it's so funny because i think it's so much about going back to the basics so i've obviously been trying to work on breathing and stuff like that but mm -hmm. um i'm a stilt walker at universal studios awesome and i've been trying to get better and better at my stilt walking and one thing that my uh my kind of stilt mentor uh showed me is he was like you walk you don't walk right and so literally I've been trying to work on myself in the most simple way of I'm literally just trying to walk differently. Like I never thought mm -hmm. I'd be 24 years old being like, I'm going to work on walking. <laughs> but when you go back and you work on your foundational skills, I truly believe over time, you're going to have a huge compound interest of, yeah. you know, growth. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, brother. I and, think that that's the beauty of it all, man, is, is just 
coming to even even that level of awareness. You know what I'm saying? Where I, I don't know. I I just see this this planet, this experience, this three dimensional experience right now. It's a playground, my brother. And we have both sides of the spectrum. We have people, prisoners in their own mind, not even being in an actual physical prison. And then we have people that are just living the life of their dreams and everything. Yeah. And I think that, that, you know, the, the more that I come to that understanding, the more that I step into playing bigger and yeah, playing bigger is going to bring on and, and teach me so much. But if I embrace it, if I welcome it, 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 you know, it, it just, man, there's so many beautiful gifts and lessons it, within that, you know, but we have to really be okay with not being okay, be okay with the resistance, be okay with the struggle, be okay with the insecurities and the doubts and, you know, the all the shit that we come with and be okay with it. And I think yeah. that's the message for this podcast episode today is to be okay with not with being not okay. being okay i love it dude. i love, that, I love it so much i love that i love that. it's just yeah it's it's just so the truth and it kind of breaks my heart and this is where i'll kind of dive into another topic specifically uh-huh. as a male how much were you taught to deal with your emotions <laughs> absolutely none as a matter you of fact, push that away dog and you give me 10 push-ups oh bro <laughs> i'm telling you brother vulnerability was like you you were getting called all the names in the book and you were like the weakest person alive but you know what like i had a dad that was real you know machista real real the, the pride you know and he never cried brother and the only time that i see my dad cry is when i got in, into an altercation with him and even then he was crying out of victim blaming me like look what you did look what you did like he there was no responsibility whatsoever right and, and it was just man it was just such a deep experience but my dad he struggled his whole life he, I don't even feel my dad's ever looked up at the sky and said, man, what a what a beautiful life. You know what I mean? His whole life has been a struggle with his head down, whether he's working two, three jobs or, you know, and and when you hug my dad, he's like a like a stone brick wall. You know what I'm uh, saying? And you can feel it, too, yes. dude, can't you? Yes. It's the weirdest thing. Yes. It's so funny. This is what we were talking about earlier of just like. We, everybody thinks that like emotional things and spiritual things are all woo woo stuff and nonsense, right. but. There's a genuine physical energy that you can feel with somebody who's shut off. Yeah. It's tangible. Yes. It may not be scientifically trackable yet, yeah. but that doesn't mean that there's not a pattern to it. Exactly. And it's so it's so heartbreaking. But yeah, dude, like as a male, like you're just you're never taught to feel yourself and then, nope. you know, and just be sad. Like crying yeah. was never a thing that was ever allowed. My grandpa my, the one who was kind of very distant to me mm-hmm. was my grandfather and his catchphrase. If he had a little doll and you pull the string on the back, it would say, quit your sniveling. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anytime he caught you grabbing, quit your sniveling. Right. And that's what I grew up on, you know, for a mm-hmm. long time. But I'm so grateful that I've been able to find this uh, part of me that is willing and allowing myself to express these very deep emotions. I'll cry in front of anybody. I don't care. I love and in all honesty, as I'm getting older, I'm 24. I'm still, you know, I don't view myself as a man quite yet. I'm kind of working mm-hmm. into it. I, to me, that's a lot of my root of masculinity is the fact that I am in touch with my feelings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's where I get my masculinity empowerment from is you, just kind of being in touch and knowing myself. You know what I love, brother, that I, it puts a big smile on my face right now because I feel we're on the same journey. It's like you're actually breaking your family's generational history in that way as well when it comes to what the definition of being a man is 
you know, and, and, and deeper than that, a definition of, 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 you know, just being in the human experience, you know what I'm saying? Like, how beautiful is that? Like, bro, when I was 24 at your age, and I'm 111 now, so, you know, it's been a while, <laughs> but when I was 24, I was so lost, bro. I was so asleep. Like, I didn't even have even close to 1% of the level of awareness that you have. And I, I just want to celebrate you, my brother. Oh, it's like, thanks, man. Like, man, like, just, just to have this conversation with you. And uh, I know people are loving you up right now as, as they're listening to us, <laughs> as they're hearing you share. Like, bro, like, you're my hope. You're my oh, hope dude. for the that future, means man. So much. Just know that I love you, my brother. Like, I'm so proud of your journey you know what i mean oh i love you too man that means that seriously brings a smile on my face i appreciate you and anybody who's appreciating me right now dude awesome awesome Is awesome it? awesome well listen brother we're, we're already we already hit the 30 minute mark bro did How we already hit 30 minutes dang dude all I, I right i've been talking for two minutes <laughs> i know seriously the time flew by we might have to do another another future episode as well part two bro. man Maybe you we'll know? grow a little bit. We'll bust out of these lobster shells and then exactly. somewhere down the road, we'll talk about our journey. There you go. Now, listen, in every episode, I like to end my, my, uh, my podcast like this, right? By asking the, the guest this question. And here's the question. You have the microphone to the world right now and the world is listening. What would you share with the world right now, my brother? Oh, okay. This is one of my favorite quotes. It's on my Instagram. It's on the wall in my room. And dude, just take this and really understand it. Mm -hmm. Don't take life too seriously. It's not like you're going to make it out alive. (laughs) You're not. (laughs) Like, dude, you're going in the floor one day. Have a party. Enjoy yourself. Love yourself. Invite everybody to tag along. You're not. We're all going in the floor one day. And that's the most beautiful thing about Mm -hmm. life. Yes, brother. Oh, I love that so much. <laughs> Slightly oh, morbid, but I love it. <laughs> thank you so much, bro. Like, hey, man, thanks for having me. I really today, appreciate man. it. Thank you for being such a lovely and wonderful mentor. Oh, brother, we're mirrors to each other, my man. So you're like oh, I hey. told you, you're my hope, my brother. You're my hope for the future. Thanks, I'm just happy that you're alive and you're in this body right now and you're going to share your gifts to the world, man. When, <laughs> thanks, man. When, oh, hey, you're sharing quick, them right now. You know what I mean? Shouts out. Shouts out to Nikki and uh, Vicky and Kevin Vera for connecting us, man. Those oh, people are incredible. Man. Beautiful souls themselves, oh, my bro. God. Don't even get me started, dude. They're amazing. <laughs> I, love it. I love it, my brother. Well, thank you so much. And to everyone tuning in, thank you so much for once again being with us here on the Earn Your Life podcast. I love you guys. And don't forget, earn your life. 